Hi, Karl-Heinz. Welcome back. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, one and a half years ago, so how we met us. So what I remember is um, my idea of Maven is convention of a configuration. And um, I don't know how it happened, but uh, I'd always... Um, what I didn't like in Maven is the explicit configuration of everything. So my expectation would be if I have a empty Maven project, I would I get, you know, the 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 freshest released at least compiler plugins, you know, the uh Surefire plugins and FaceSafe plugin, and I wrote a tweet. And this tweet was retweeted several times about that. And uh, all the Java E people, so they are uh, really uh, about convention of a configuration, were on my side. And then you said, okay, if we do this, we we will break uh, the stuff. And then other Maven people joined, and there was a Twitter conversation. And you know, Twitter is not really well, re really well suited for for conversations. So the idea was, you know, to stop the conversation on Twitter and invite you and have a conversation. Conversation why it is not possible, because for me. It should be possible. So I don't because um, if I start with you know with a fresh Maven project which is completely empty, I would I would like just to say jar and nothing else. I would I would expect you know to get the the the, the latest released Maven plugins and I mean Maven plugins is how to call it the core plugins you know the the the, the jar plugin compile plugin whatever you call it I don't know what the name is. So um why it is not possible or why it would break projects? Be yeah. Let me start away at that first. Okay, convention of a configuration is a very good point here. Yeah, like uh, uh, the directory structure and all that stuff. Yeah, that it's most important because many people ignore that and try to configure everything, like the source directory and things like that, or which tests will be executed from something like that. The naming convention of the test, unit tests, integration tests, and all that stuff that that I'm seeing all the time, which shouldn't be done because. Convention over configuration makes that easier, yes. But the, on the other hand, you're, what you're pointing out is a good point. So if you say, okay, I have an empty POM, for example, then saying, okay, you expect to get the most recent versions of compiler, whatever, and we call them also the core plugin, I would say, compiler resources, install, uh, things like that. Yeah? The point is, if you do that, then, you must, then there must be an... an uh, mechanism to say, okay, I need to download the most recent versions of them. Okay, mm -hmm. that could be done. It's not a big, big deal in the end. But on the other hand, if you do that once, then you need to figure out, okay, I already downloaded them and reuse them. That can be done. It's done via the local cache. That, that works. But the problem is, what happens if there is a new release, for example, from of the compiler plugin, the resources plugin, or something like that, if you build that same project five days later, mm -hmm. for example? And then you come to the point and saying, mm, okay, if I always pick up the first or newest release of the, those plugins, that could potentially break your build. And this is, this is the true. issue here. Okay. Yeah, there, there is some, some problem here. Yes, of course. But from the perspective of the simplicity to use, you're absolutely right. Then should, there should be a way to do that and say, okay, I have only a simple project setup, maybe in very simplicit um, POM file, and then it should be working. Yes. Most of the time, in the meantime, it does, but there are some problems with that because in particular related to the plugins and to the configuration of the plugins. And now we are coming at that point because at the moment the mechanism is in that way. If you do that the first time, it will download that version for, for the plugins. And if you do that the second time, it works. It keeps using the, the one on, on the hard disk, which are in the, in the cache. It mm -hmm. doesn't change that. So the problem is if you do that several times, it works. But... The problem comes up if you do and just delete your cache, mm -hmm. for example, which sometimes pe people do. Why not? Yeah, yeah. This is CICD. CICD is, is, is actually exactly. Would, yeah, exactly. Course, no, no, I, example, I get this. Mm -hmm. So, but my impression is, this. my impression is yeah. that even if I download the freshest Maven version, it it doesn't come with the freshest core compile or core plugins, which were available at the time. So this is what I would like to have. You know, if I uh, uh, let's say I, if I uh, uh, download Maven two nine, 
then I would expect to you know that all the core core plugins uh, are the freshest plugin I can currently get at the two nine time, and they can be locked down to the version. So the, uh, th mm. this is my complaint because it seems like yeah. some of the plugins they are pointing our way back, and this is what I don't understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, there are two different perspectives. You are absolutely right. Yeah, that should be done. Yes, maybe. I'm not sure. In some some circumstance, might be not a good idea. But let us focus on the first part. Um, yes, the point is that we do that, but not the most recent one. That's true. Because we have some, some idea and say, before we update something in the Maven core that uses the more recent uh, versions of the plugin, we let them dry and things things like that and let, let them more test running uh, from the community because we usually say it should run at least a half a year before we update them in Maven core. That's the, that's the relationship we have in Maven core, some plugins in there, and then we update them only after a half year of the release has been out there sometimes to be more, to be more sure that there is no problem in there. That's the first part. But on the other hand, if we do that, uh, it could all already break people. And that's the other problem because people using that, that way of setup. And then if we update all the time that it might already break people, people's build, but, that's exactly the point where we are need to make a balance or should we update to the most recent one uh, always the recent one uh should we update the most usable or the most recent java version for example which is defined by source code or release depending on which jdk you're using on things like that that is also a little bit problematic because what what is the right choice here mm -hmm. um and that's the way because we are saying you should always configure your plugins to be sure that you get exactly the same plugins for every build. And that's it's a little contradiction to that to make it more simple. Yes, that's true. And that is one of the points I don't like either. Yeah, if you would like to have re reproducible builds, you should lock down whatever you can. So all the core plugins come with version, period. If you don't yeah. do this, I would expect to get the freshest plugin. This is my thing, you know, if, if you really, mm -hmm. because um, what I will do, I will download the uh, recent Maven. And if I change the Maven version, I would, I would expect, okay, I will have to test my build. Maybe it won't work anymore. But then I know mm -hmm. why. But right now, you know, downloading the newest Maven version is kind of pointless for me. Because uh, why? I mean, you know, because I don't even know what comes with the plugins. And I have to admit I never declared, you know, explicitly the compiler plugin or the other plugins, but because for me it's just noise. If my system tests mm -hmm. are passing, I'm I'm happy, and um, and uh, uh, this is a little bit different, uh, uh, different I would say um, environment, and um, so I would say expectation is um, if you don't lock down the version of the plugins, your build may break, but it can break anyway because at one point of time you will upgrade the plugins, right? So I mean uh, that then this is pointless because uh, I even if I don't declare anything and we just keep uploading Maven in some years you will update the the compiler plugin and then will break my build so you have to you will have to do this so um, I would say better strategy would be to um, with all with the freshest Maven version so if you release Maven uh, ship Maven with all the plugins core plugins with the same version. And then you say, okay, if you if you if you uh, if you cannot live with that, then you have to declare, you know, the explicit versions. And this is for me would be a very clear strategy, and I will like it a lot. And you get more feedback, because as you can say, you know, to to checking whether the plugins have bugs or not would be done by developers like me, who always checked out ch uh, check out, you know, the recent Maven version. And usually the project is days. The expectation is yeah, like you're not using Maven to go to production. Rather than you have a, a Maven on your developer machine, CI, CD, and then you have something, right? So you will notice that something breaks, and then you can always roll back to the latest Maven version, or even better, if it breaks, it's a compiler or jar or whatever plugin, so then I can lock down just this plugin to this version I need. Yeah, that works too. What might be a better strategy. Um, at the moment, we have not decided to do that, but mm -hmm. uh, we are discussing several things at the moment, because... Uh, Based on the, the idea of Maven 4 at the moment, there are, we are discussing a lot of things at the moment because um, to get a more 
um, let's say we would like to get more um, more more frequently output here at the moment. We have some some points here that the the plugins are not released often as it should be, maybe, and we would like to change that. And I think that might be also a point of discussion because um, some other people already recommended that as well. Yes, of course. Um, I wouldn't say that it's wrong or better than other things, but we need to make a decision and then go that go through that path and make that decision clear. And of course, to document that and, and communicate that to the community. That's the most important thing. You know. Because it seems like now you don't have a decision, clear strategy at least because... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's... To be honest, we have a strategy. We do that all the time as we did before. We didn't update all the time to the most recent one. We do that and wait until a half year at least and things like that. There are some steps in between. Um, but yes, we should do that. Yeah, I think that that could be done better. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, you can use some version, the, the semantic versioning strategy or whatever. Then you could say, you know, a, a, any other update comes with the freshest and, and whatever, you know, some, something like this. Um, yeah. Uh, mm hmm. And uh, yeah, we are already mm -hmm. thinking about thinking about some of these points exactly the same way because um, uh, at the moment there are some discussions about on Reddit on on Stack Overflow on the mailing list something like that because we are de deploying or releasing some plugins with um, milestone markers for example Surefire is one of them install plugin is one of them and things like that and people are not really understanding why we are doing that um, the point is that we are doing that because. Um, the Apache releases must be done a final release, which means we need to do that and don't release or propagate snapshot releases because we are not allowed based on the ASF regulations, which is a good thing. And the point is, should we continue that and should we do that or should we do really simple releases and say, okay, then we have a major change, for example, if something changed or not. That, that's the point. At the moment, we have some, some issues related to that because we want to have a, a release which is tested by the community, which is done very, very well by using that milestone marker. But some people don't see, okay, that's not milestone. That, that may, uh, this is not a milestone. This is not a final release. So we don't use it, which I don't think is a good idea. But of course, the, the people have to decide that and see it uh, from a different perspective here. And, and, and that point we are making, thinking about, and should we drop that? habit and not don't don't do that anymore and change that and just put out some more more frequent releases that's one of the points we're discussing at the moment yeah and we should re reconsider that is it actually possible right now with the current maven version to uh specify the plugin the core plugins outside my pom so you know i have global maven installation so i would like to fiddle in my m2 repository and say just you know, pick the compiler plugin. This, 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 and my pom is empty. Um, technically, you can preload it so in a way to put them into your cache, okay. and then it would pick up the ones that, which are in there. Uh, but the point at if you delete your cache, from yeah, work is okay, okay. Away. I That's thought you have point. like yeah. you know yeah, registry works. or XML file where you can specify them. No, we don't do that. At the, we don't have that anymore. The, the pom is the specification here. And if there is no specification in there, we have some of them. It's a so-called the, the so-called super pom, but we don't define them in that way because we have some handlers for some particular plugins which make a relationship in Maven Core to have at least, for example, if you decide to create a jar file, then the jar file has some information about which plugins should be used, and that's one one of the things you mentioned earlier to update in the Maven core. That's exactly the relationship with which we do here, and that is the oh. inter internal configuration which plugins are used here. That's configured in Maven core, and that that needed to be changed and updated. Yes. So, so what does mean if I say Maven compile? Then the uh, yeah, how, this is already already then Maven should know which Java plugin should be loaded, Java compiler plugin should be loaded. And, and you're saying this uh, is hard-coded in Maven? It, there is at the moment in the in, in so-called handler that it's exactly handler. there okay. uh, coded. You can see that on the Maven Apache org slash ref page. There is an information about this configuration and then you see uh, the default plugin bindings. Then you see some plugin version exactly. There it is specified at the moment, yes. Okay. I didn't expect it. I thought that it is like you know configured somewhere, and we should change the configuration. Then yeah, yeah, yeah that's not. Easy. We are thinking about 
if we could uh, extract this information in a more different way, maybe to make it more more flexible in some ways, but we are not sure at the moment if that would be a good idea. We are discussing a lot about that, in particular related to Maven 4 and 5, because uh, at the moment we are changing things like using the, the Maven core in, in a different way, extracting several things, extracting mm -hmm. some plugin APIs and things like that, make them simpler, more reliable, um, things like that. And we are discussing also about that because uh, we, we see all the, all the also people uh, complaining about that on, or, or on the other hand, the people are complaining one, one side of the, one of the side of the coin and the other people are don't because they like it. But I don't know what, correctly but of course there are different strategies to go and i think the most recent one would be a good idea in the end to get more updates more recent versions and more better feedback maybe yeah. I, i think it was not a problem until we got uh more frequent java releases so i was always happy always happy with maven and then uh yeah. junit 5 happened And you know this was then the first terrible experience because I had to uh, at the beginning I think there were two plugins and then I, I have just one which is fine, and then Java 17 happened or 11 and I needed you know yeah. to upgrade the compiler and also the the Shufire and I said this is this is crazy so I mean Java 11 is there and I use the freshest uh, uh, Maven and and still doesn't build out of the box this 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 is this I think this is broken experience absolutely broken yeah. from my perspective yeah. this this cannot happen yeah. and what I see yeah. is there are some people who are really big and, and I mean some people this is absolutely reasonable strategy if you have you know a, a very important and stable project to lock down all the plugins versions. So this is just reasonable, and you get reproducible builds. This is just great. But uh, what I don't see, you know, the, the the middle way, you can say some plugins are declared and some are not. So this is, you, you don't gain anything. So for me, it's either I declare everything, or, or we try, you know, to, to, to just have empty POM with just uh, my dependencies, and, uh, and this should also work. So bo both are valid strategies. Strategies in between, I don't believe it because you know then you will spend up the entire night debugging stuff because you're assuming something which is not true. <laughs> This is yeah, what, yeah, true. yeah, completely agree. Yeah, 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 cool. Um, what are the nice features in Maven 4 if you can talk about it? Uh, yes, of course. Um, one of the most important things we are doing at the moment in Maven 4 is, um, of course, some a lot of cleanups because we are smashing really away some deprecated stuff because, uh, That's a major change, and maybe we break things, yes, but that's the chance to do that over the last 10, 12, 15 years, because we have marked several things deprecated, but not really removed them, because only minor changes, of course. And that is one of the biggest points, that we are really removing stuff at the moment. In particular, compatibility to Maven 2, things like that, are already in the, are kept in the code for over 10 years, and now we are cleaning up that several checkings for the cache optimization for the cache which is already in 382 there have been some improvements for the cache that you can run a parallel build on with two maven work or two maven builds using the same local cache which has been fixed at the moment there had been a problem yes that had been fixed we have some some implementations to use a redis cache for example in particular for ci cd build which is already in 3.8.2 possible, um, to be honest. That's nice. Uh, what it means, you, have, you can have two builds using the same cache, uh, two builds at the yeah, same time? Exactly. or yes. the, the, Two concurrent exactly. builds. Two concurrent builds, yeah, correctly. The point was that there was some problem in the resolver, which doesn't allow to access the local cache in uh, concurrent concurrent accessing, because there, there was no locking. In the meantime, we have some of them. I hopefully... Mm -hmm. To be honest, I'm not 100% sure that it perfectly works. Maybe we'll find some other issues. But the first things, people are testing that, and it looks good at the moment. So it's not a big problem. That's one of the things that will come with Maven 4 as well. But the most important thing we have... Also. Wait a second, I'm just curious. Um, is, is this uh, the minus C and minus T setting you're talking about? So if I say, you know, Maven uh, build minus C one or two, how many cores and how many threads Maven is using? Uh, uh, no, no. This the the this? usage of cores is dash uppercase T to use multiple cores during yeah, exactly. the build multiple multi-threading. 
for for if you have a large yeah, it's not you know you're talking if you have two say two on on a CI usually you have running two parallel job jobs two concurrent, two concurrent builds, builds oh, okay. and mm -hmm. they are accessing the same local cache because based on on okay. size or space uh, restrictions or something like that you you don't want to have a cache for each build separated which was usual setup because uh, that's the cleanest way because Maven was by definition before that not designed to have a cache which is accessed from two different builds, Maven builds. That was inherently done at that way. But that had been changed. We have some documentation about that um, already on the 3.8 pages and uh, on the most recent pages. But the Maven 4 is one, one big step because we have some problems uh, which realize many people, of course, we, we as well, but we can't change it over the time. The, the thing is we are mixing two things in the pump file. You have a description of your dependencies. Yeah, Carl, sure. one question just regarding the concurrent builds. Because I played with it a lot, minus, minus T and minus C, and for it seems like for a standard build with compile package and unit tests and integration tests, it was almost no difference. Um, you must say... Uh, a, a parallel build makes only sense if you have a multi-module build. Not with a single module. Uh, exactly. In a single module setup, exactly. you usually can parallelize your tests. Unit tests usually, that works. Mm -hmm. Integration tests is a different mm -hmm. story because mm -hmm. maybe you have dependencies, something like that, order, execution, something like that. But mm -hmm. if you have a multi-module build, you can use multi-threads to build more faster. And that is keep gets letting a lot, depending on the modules, how many modules you have or something like that. That brings a lot, 20, 30, 50 percent. By the way, this is in, in my project, this is the uh, the first killer feature to know to use multi-module build because I always avoided that. So uh, there was always pointless because um, in my projects, right, so enterprise. And why it was uh, pointless? Because, you know, what, it, what what most of the projects did, all modules have the same versions and everything was released at, at, at once and there was no process of releasing one module separately. So, you know, there was a, a, beauty, a small team, multi-module, and there was no added value. But with, with, the, um, uh, with the concurrent builds, this could actually be uh, interesting. The concurrent build on the, on the module level. That means if you have a, a build, mm -hmm. for yeah. example, 50, 100, or even more modules in a single build, each module has the same version. Yes, of course, usually that way. And then you can run with dash uppercase T, for example, three to use three threads or one C or... A thread per core or something like that and depending on the structuring of mm -hmm. the modules the dependencies uh you can you can increase the build time or reduce the build time to be to be from 20 seconds to 10 or maybe from a minute to 50 seconds or, or 30 seconds 20 for yeah, 50 seconds yeah. that uh, that's depending on on your structure because the, the decision is made on the dependencies of the modules which can be really built in parallel the Maven daemon also mm -hmm. makes it a little bit more tricky and improves that also. There is, it uses mm -hmm. under the hood the dash T as, as well, multi-threaded, mm -hmm. but has some optimization optimizations which can be increase the speed another time. From dash T to Maven daemon, it can be increased, but the, the, the difference is a little bit less than from usual single thread build to multi-threaded multi, uh, build. But that is basic since Maven 3 in there so for a long time. And it is interesting that not many people are using that because I don't know. No, no. This was this. I also don't know. Um, it was announced at Java 1, I would, it is a long time ago, by you know uh, Jason Van Zyl, yeah. I think. He talked yeah. about that, uh, about the uh, concurrent builds. And I was always interested because I'm always you know interested in speed not up the sure. build. So, um, but my impression is that Maven can, could be faster. So if I watch, what is it still fast, right? So it is like uh, my build currently. It is like the Quarkus build with unit test, whatever. It takes maybe four seconds, but um, it seems like it. Sometimes there are pauses or uh, something happens between. So um, how well profiled is uh, such an application? Is like uh, do you have you know a process or someone in the community is doing like you have you know a simple Java uh, build? And someone profiled it already. You know how the how the plugins interact with each other, because I think I think it could be done a lot. I I, I don't know what's the potential. Um, let me say it that way. Um, we have over the time of the different Maven versions from 
three whatever to most recent three eight four for example or three eight five, you can see a lot of difference between um, the performance of a build, in particular related to build time and execution, and also related to the used versions of the plugins itself, because they had been improved o- over mm-hmm. the time a lot. That's why the first mm-hmm. recommendation I can always give: use the most recent version of Maven. That's the most important thing I can really tell everybody because I have made some performance testing over the time and seen that there is a big, big difference. In particular, the larger your project becomes, um, the bigger the difference is. For example, if you have a big build with 1,000 modules and build with 3.6, it will take a lot longer than with 3.8.4, in particular related to performance as well as memory consumption. There is a big thing. Uh, official process does not exist at the moment. Yes, I'm starting over the last half year. I've started something about that because I was interested as well uh, to just have a comparison between Maven versions uh, and JDK versions. For example, if you run on the most recent JDK mm-hmm. 17, it's much faster than on running on JDK 8, for example. The same build. It makes a big difference, yes. Um, and that was one of the things I'm doing a lot testing because I see also differences. We had some issues with memory in older versions. That's true, yeah. And that's one of the potentials. Uh, we do that not on a regular base. I'm doing that on my step, spare time, just testing that. But I think we need to do that on a for- more formal way to do that. Because... Um, this would be also great community development, yeah. right? You could prepare a project, say, this is this is a profile, and go for it because this mm-hmm. is fun, you know? The project is ready to use, and and they have connect with the profiler. We could use uh, even J Visual VM or something, or or uh, Mission exactly. Control right now, or something very exactly. simple. Yeah, and 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 then I would say for community, this would be great, great involvement that they can give them, you know, a badge or whatever, and uh, and and yeah. Um, but you are talking about big projects, so um, I I don't have a lot of big projects anymore. So even you know large companies what they are doing they are going microservices or clouds whatever and they have a lot of smaller projects and uh, my projects are maybe a couple of hundred classes usually uh, one module and this basically it and this is what i'm observing yeah. the performance which really uh, interests me because what i'm really interested in you know in fast startup and uh, just you know fast iterations yeah. and this is what i see that's you know if, if, let's say uh, maven compiles and then it starts you know to to, to perform the unit mm-hmm. tests for me, it takes a little bit too long until it wakes up and does yeah. something. You know, it seems like it. This is what I see: the transition between plugins could be optimized. I never, you know, performed uh, the profiling, but I have you here, and 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 it would be interesting, you know, to hear about the potential which which would could be done. So, if if the plugins were more hardwired with each other, maybe so you have like you know a ready to use plugin chain. So this could be a, a thing, right? So not like I have the compiler plugin and Shufire plugin or whatever plugin. So we could have a Java build plugin facet, which already integrates with the four other mm. plugins. This could speed things up, I guess. Yeah, right? there had been uh, an approach done by Jason Van Zyl with the Stikari build lifecycle, which exactly does that, to combine that, for example. Okay. Um, the point is, yes, you can do that. But the point is based on the concept of Maven, that you have separated plugins. And yes, there are some related things which could be improved, I think. To be honest, I have no clue uh, how large the improvement could be or in which areas we are maybe talking about. Maybe mm-hmm. increase of 5%, 2%, I don't know, simply, because we have no measurement at the moment. might be a good idea to do that. And on the other hand, um, if you just start to combine them, then you might lose some flexibility. Yes, might yes. be a good, mm-hmm. might be not a good. Yeah, depending on what you're doing, you, if you have a single module build, yes, uh, the performance can be improved in some ways. Uh, startup time is one thing because um, the usual run and startup time of Maven is depending on the JVM. Yes, of course. Uh, the point is you can do some optimizations with some Java option, options. Um, if I correctly remember, you can reduce that a lot. I have some read something about that some, some guy had some problem, had some testing done there and improved it the startup time. Yes. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I don't remember that anymore, but, but I will find out. Um, the other point is, yes, you are seeing many, many companies are going to microservice, smaller uh, projects. That's true. Um, but on the other hand, there are also companies which having 
for example, a single repo setup where 200 mm -hmm. exactly. microservices yeah, you're right. in there, and then you have to build the whole yeah. stuff. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But of course, there are several things which can be improved. And I think both of them would be um, would be getting more um, perf better performance if we think about the smaller steps we are doing. We are doing it all the time and improving that. And I think the, the, the improvements have been done over the time. And I think there are more potential, of course. We need to do some real good measurement. I started with that. And exactly that is the point, because we need some more formal process, let's say formal process, or to be having a, a defined set of project which be, can be measured and seen, okay, that's the performance for that setup. This is the performance for that setup. And saying, okay, where could be the real issue uh, the startup, the plugins, uh, the, the startup, the startup time of the of the JVM of Maven itself, or something like that. Uh, we need to figure out that. To be honest, yes, I think that that's mm -hmm. definitely a point where we are doing need to do some work. At the moment, I'm doing something, have yeah. set up that, um, but I need to make that in more a formal way and to make that setup to you. You just clone that. Git repository and start it up and see what happened. And, and in the end, you should represent, exactly. you should present the results in somehow a good way, looking good, mm -hmm. something like that. I don't know. At the moment, I'm working on that to be because I'm interested in that. Oh, really? That, that's actually great. Okay, uh, that excellent that I'm asking yeah, about that. Um, that is one of the points in particular. That's why I'm always recommending using the most recent one of Maven because it's yeah. most important. But uh, for me, why I'm Talking about convention over configuration, so um, we 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 have several kind of projects. This is true. So we have monolithic projects and projects like my project, which are more simpler. But what I'm interesting is uh, developer experience in onboarding. So uh, I think we 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 are not competing with other Java projects. We are competing with Node.js, Python, and whoever. So uh, you know, and uh, for me, it is that. If I download the recent Maven version and we say Maven is a standard build for Java, and we download the, LT, the recent LTS version of Java, it should work out of the box. This is the message I have, you know, that uh, without any configuration whatsoever, because you cannot really explain a fresh Java developer why if he downloads the standard Java build and, stand, and standard Java 17 LTS. He has to do some fiddling in order, you know, to 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 set up the compiler chain or whatever. Yeah. This is this this is not understandable. Whatever we are saying here doesn't work. So if this works somehow, then we can optimize things with in whatever direction. We say, okay, this is not our convention. It's not optimal. It could break your build in the future, which Node.js also does. I mean, this is standard. Everything gets broken over time. And uh, but uh, if if you lock down the plugins then the chances are lower that something happens. I mean, in one point of time, you will have to migrate, right? So th this was just my summary. So it's not like I'm not happy um, because, um, but I don't also like to to, to, to take a, you know, to, to, to look at the POM, which is unnecessary complex. This makes me angry. So what I like, you know, short POMs. Yeah. And they were always short in my yeah. projects. With Java E, I had one dependency mm -hmm. and I always removed these stra strange EJB plugins, whatever. I didn't even knew what they did. I, there, there were no, no EJB plugins, no, you know, there was just simple stuff. <clears throat> and now, and this is this is the, the, the main message, just a summary yeah. so that you know my motivation. Yeah. Um, I like to keep, and, and, and I like Java and like Maven and it has to be, to, 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 to be yeah. simple. Let um, me point off exactly here okay. always from to... that point, mm -hmm. two, two points. Um, um, mm -hmm. Downloading Maven is one of the, the issues some people are complaining as well because uh, there are existing things like the Maven wrapper, for example, which you can do that and configure that mm -hmm. in your project and you don't even have to download your Maven version on your own. It will be done by the Maven wrapper, for example. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things which is improved, which is working in the meantime. We have the Maven wrapper officially into Apache Software Foundation in the meantime. That took a long time to get there because of license regulations and all that stuff. That's a, a thing. And on the other hand, yes, I'm thinking also, we are thinking about exactly the same thing because make set up an introduction for uh, onboarding more simpler. Yes, that's cool. Um, one other thing is smaller pumps which get me the chance to get back to Maven 4, what, what is improving there. And we are 
doing one thing because a POM usually does at the moment two things. It defines dependencies, one thing, which is fine. But on the other hand, it defines plugins or configurations and things like that. Means building stuff. So we need to separate these two things which are combined into one thing, separation of concern, simply to say. Um, we have one point is dependencies and one the build part. And the point is what you already can do with Maven 3 is using the flatten Maven plugin to separate and produce a POM which is later usable for the consumer of your library or of your project, it's something like that. That's one point. Um, and that is, in the meantime, in Maven 4, that has gone into the Maven core. It was, we've done that out of box without without a problem. You don't need to configure a supplemental con uh, plugin or something like that. It's done by the core in the meantime. That means you can deploy uh, a POM which only contains the dependencies, no uh, build stuff anymore if you no don't need that. You're working on that. It's not ready yet, mm -hmm. but we have some some steps which is needed. So make it possible to have a separation between the so-called build pump and the consumer pump. That is one of the things we are working on and works more. Oh. So we have a, a separation there. And the the most important step, why is it so important? It gives us the opportunity to make a separation here. So that means we can produce a pump which is put to Maven Central or something else and in the repository manage or whatever, um, that can be consumed by others. And the other thing is we have a build POM, which now we can use and maybe change if we need. Put supplemental information in there, change the format of the POM if we like to, things like that, where it keeps working on. And that is the most important thing we are doing in Maven 4 is to, to make a separation between these things. And there are coming other things based on that, uh, if you reconsider that in particular on a multi-module release build, uh, the point is that you have to specify all the all the time the version of the parent. For example, if you have a sub-child module, you have to say parent with version and things like that. So if you really think about that, uh, the version is not needed because automatically, usually, convention here is to say one level higher the parent, can, you, you can find the parent. If you change the structure, of course, that's a different story. But if you use that that setup and say, uh, my parent is exactly one level higher, which is the default. And now you can say, do I really need that version? No, you don't. You can just omit that version. And there are other possibilities yeah. to do that. If, if you consequently think about that and, and say, okay, if I know I have a a POM in the, in the root level of my project, then I can say, okay, I have a list of modules. Then I see, okay, there is a directory, which is called like that. There must be a POM as well. And that POM usually points back to that parent to have their relationship, all that other stuff. So the next point you can say, why do I need to define that there is a parent? Because it automatically search for that. Then you can say, maybe we can omit that as well. We're not doing that at the moment, but that's one of the things we are thinking about at the moment to make that simpler, to make this the POM simpler and things like that. Also, you can think about of the dependencies which are defined between the modules. You have interdependencies between the modules. For example, module A is using module B. And now I have an idea. Yeah. What you could do then is... If you say you don't have to declare a super POM, what you could do is then you can say, if you don't have a super POM, then you get the super POM from Maven. And this super POM from Maven will ship with Maven as an XML. And, and it comes with a list of you know plugins, of the core plugins. And then uh, if I'm not happy with it, I could go to Maven and uh, even nicer would be at several super pumps. I could say, you know, give me the freshest, give me the, uh, you know, the, uh, the uh, LTS version, which is half years old, or, or give me even uh, the, the latest, whatever. This could be actually a, a great thing because um, at, in worst case, I have a single line configuration in my Maven pump from which standard super pump I'm inheriting and I get, you know, the goodness which um, and if I'm not happy with it, I could still define everything my pom. So this could be actually a nice, nice. Yeah, use we case. are thinking about as, that as well because uh, we have to make it clear. We have a separation by naming. We have a super pom. The super pom is contained in Maven itself, to be clear. And you have a, a, a root pom from a multi-module build. And then you have a super pom with all the modules and several levels, maybe. 
Uh, and yes, that mm -hmm. superpower could be defined somehow and maybe just by using group ID, artifact ID version. As usual, we use that convention. That could be done. But at the moment, it's not possible. But this separation between build and consumer POM is the first big step we are doing in the Maven to make things like mm -hmm. that thinkable and implementable or doing doable. Because before that, it mm -hmm. was it's completely impossible to do something. Because if we change the POM format in any way, we are breaking everything. And that's the biggest issue we had. And um, the compatibility here is the problem in the end, because something like Java has as well, it can't, can't break things backward compatibility must be kept. And that's the same way we do work, because if you think about of Maven Central, for example, you have millions of POMs there. And if you change the format, you break everything, you can't use them anymore. Or if you produce mm -hmm. them, someone else cannot use that. For example, if I built here with mm -hmm. Maven 5 and produce something like that, and no one can use that with Gradle or with whatever tool you are using, for example, or vice versa. That doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But breaking the POM format itself is not possible. But we need to make a separation here. And that's the most important thing we are doing in Maven 4. But you could offer alternative formats like JSON or even Java. Yeah, right? correctly. Yes, that's true. Um, the point is of offering different formats is um, the question because uh, most build tools, as far as I know, are already using a different format. They are consuming usual POM, and you can define that in a different way. You define that like a JSON-like or Ruby-like for Grape or something like that. But the POMs itself are kept as XML files in Central, for example. And we have thought a lot about things like different formats like JSON, YAML, whatever. But in the in the end, we have decided to keep XML format because um, at the moment, it is the best format. It is more or less trivial to read. Yes, some people are complaining about that because it's XML. Something. No, you're right. um, on the other hand, mm -hmm. all tools working well. The, the 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 readers about XML are very good. They are very good supported. There are a lot of things about there. Yeah. You can handle that very well, and the the readers are very performed. In particular, if you have a larger POM or XML files and things mm -hmm. like that, and that's mm -hmm. one of the points we have. Thought a lot about that, but in the end, we have decided we keep XML as a basic format. Yeah, because uh, several times I thought about um, generating uh, POMs um, uh, because I didn't wanted to use uh, the Maven archetype back then. Sure. So I'm, uh, and uh, we know if I would generate JSON, is is a little bit easier. So I could use JSON B or JSON P yeah. to generating uh, XML is a little bit harder. So. Um, it could be an option for local development, but I see your point. If you if you push it somewhere, uh, then it uh, yeah. But you could actually on Maven deploy it could be converted to the canonical XML Maven model. So you could have local JSON or YAML, whatever you like. But in the repository is always 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 and XML, it, and I like XML actually. XML is uh, readable, and uh, you get uh, code comp uh, out yeah code completion or how I call it uh, auto completion. And uh, nothing against XML. So uh, it's a way better than YAML, let's say, right? So uh, this is my personal yeah, opinion. Exactly yeah. the point is what you can already do, and that's it's opening that, that if we have a build POM, then we can think about and say our build POM in the future might use channel, JSON, whatever we like in the, in the, in the end. Exactly. If we do that, that's a different story, but technically it is, would be possible. On the other hand, if yeah. you like to use already things like Jamal JSON or something like, there is a Polyglot Maven pro, uh, project which already supported that. It exactly does that and gives you the opportunity to write your POM in Ruby, for example. And then if you deploy that, it will convert that to a POM file. That That mm -hmm. is doable if you like that. This is, uh, I, I don't like that, but uh, if you would show that the build POM can be JSON, or even the YAML, then uh, people will have less to complain. Yeah. Right? So it is not like well, I'm not talking. It is necessary. It's more like from the mm -hmm. marketing yeah. and psychological <laughs> and political yeah. uh, perspective, not technical yeah, perspective. Not. Just saying that we are supporting Jason Jason in the YAML, so there is a one argument less, you know, not to use Maven because right now I hear a lot, you know, Maven is XML, but my XML is usually 
like 30 lines of XML. So this was my regular Java E project. So there was just type war back then, one single dependency, Java E, and this basically what it was. It was the simplest possible configuration you could get. This is why I was was against, you know, the all the explicit compiler and sure. core configuration, because my my Maven poems for years were roughly 50, 50 lines of code. Now they're a little bit longer. And um, so for me, it was not an issue. You get an issue if you have lots of plugins stuff, what I see, right? But uh, um, but then you can say okay from the fifty lines of uh, of XML you could even get you know thirty lines of YAML or JSON if you like uh, I would probably still use XML but uh, it, if it is possible it's interesting and Polyglot uh, Maven is different it's not the conventional way right so there's project for everything and it's um, how it's called the tyranny of the default right so if the if if the Maven core already supports different formats. It is way better experience than using a third-party build yeah. tool. This is this is yeah. this is different yeah, story. Exactly. Right? But the point is here um, to make things like that possible. The first step is to make a separation between that because that's what we are doing with Maven yeah. Four to make this separation possible, and mm -hmm. that's most important here. And that is the biggest step we do. And otherwise, we can't uh, change other things like. Uh, enhancing the build POM for supplemental information or removing information which is not used or not needed or doesn't make sense some ways. For example, uh, the repository entries in the POM files, something like that. Um, does it make sense to put them? No, in a usual environment, it doesn't make sense because you, you usually consume from a repository manager and have your configuration in your settings file, for example. And things like that. Mm -hmm. um, if you do that, put them into the POM file, it makes... Uh, possibilities open to um, make injections possible. If you consume that build, it will take information from other repositories which might not be allowed, for example. And that's why many people are saying, and, and the general rule in, in Maven Central is, your POM is not allowed to have repository entries in there. And that's the reason why. Many other repositories don't have mm -hmm. that. But in the meantime, we have also changed with Maven 3.8.1 to consume only HTTPS repositories, no HTTP repositories, for example. Many people are complaining, but that's for security reasons. Otherwise, you can inject everything yeah. in your build. And that's not a good idea, to be honest. This is reasonable, yeah, I would yeah, say. That's, this, that's this the point. Some people are complaining about that because mm, why? Why it doesn't work here? Yeah. The reason is you shouldn't do that because that's a security issue and can be one of them. Yes, of course, you need to do that. And that's the most. So, that's um, a way into I, into Maven four uh, to make the things like that possible. Otherwise, it's not possible if you don't change. Like so, until I interrupted oh, sorry, you, no you, you mentioned that two two um, concurrent Maven builds are possible, and we get speed up with the multi module mm -hmm. build. Um, and and then um, yeah, I, I I presented my idea back, you know, with the conventional configuration. But are there any other exciting features in Maven Four? Um, or you excited about or features or approaches strategies? Um, the thing is, we are improving a lot of things. Um, the handling of the module multi module build, the setup, the startup, if some build breaks, uh, a startup point is improved. I cannot talk about the, the details because at the moment I don't, simply don't know them. We have a lot of improvements, um, but the most important thing is the separation, uh, things like that. One thing we have upgraded, which is not a very big deal for Maven 4, that we require minimum JDK 8 as to run. Um, that's one of the things we mm -hmm. did. Um, that was one thing because the internal implementation had been changed and using some special features. Um, there are a lot of small improvements about handling of settings. One yeah. question. Why not Java 11? Uh, Why not Java 11? To be honest, we, we discussed that a lot. Um, the point is, if we change that to JDK 11, we are forcing people to do that. Because um, we, we yeah. have decided and, and thought about that. But we, to be honest, we are a build tool. And the decision which JDK version should be used should be decided by the development team. Uh, we decided to use JDK 8 at minimum because um, it gives us technical improvements, technical features which are not available in 7, in several ways and, and improvements, like like internal stuff like streaming and things like that. Um, and there were some requirements for implementation of the separation, makes it easier and, and things like that. And we have thought about that. Um, the problem is... Um, 
we have seen a lot of bills and seen a lot of people um, exactly the, 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 the requirements for a build. Uh, if we use that and say, okay, you have to use JDK8 uh, for your build, many people would complain because they are using older versions. Yes, to be honest, we could say and say, okay, that's your problem. If you are not updated your build the last 10 years, it's your problem. But that's one of the reliabilities we are keeping in Megan. That's a good way. And I think that's the most important thing we do, that we are keeping compatibility over the long time, which other tools don't. Um, the other thing is we have seen several frameworks like Spring does that for the next release is JDK 17 at minimum, for example, with Spring 3. Um, we have a long time discussed about that and decided we keep at minimum JDK 8 for Maven 4 because uh, if we go higher, it could be a problem with accepting that because many larger companies don't are already on JDK 11. They are keeping on JDK 8, maybe, in, in or in contradiction to the, to, the, the, to the timeline of JDK 8 because it's officially ended in March this year of, of Oracle. You can get that from others mm -hmm. like Azul, Beltsoft and things like that or yeah. Coretto also. But that was the decision to keep that. Um, maybe we can change that before it released, but at the moment, I think we keep JDK 8 at minimum. I think that's a good decision at the moment. Uh, the decision is good for the projects, but uh, the decision is not good for the you know, uh, plugin maintainers. Um, I, I would say they also would like to have some fun, I guess, you know, with the newest technology. Uh, and uh, and with uh, Java 11, you have, for instance, you get, you know, the Java HTTP client, a lot of stuff which I already forgot because I'm using the Java 11 for years right now. So I don't even know what's not in Java 8. But, uh, but um, Java 11 would be... Uh, I, I would decide differently because, you know, if you would like to have contributors to Maven, uh, you, you should offer them, you know, attractive uh, opportunity, I would say. In Java 11 or Java 17, uh, I was Java 8 is really hard, I would say. So in my current projects, uh, I use AWS Lambda with Java 11. And I'm already angry because I would like to have Java 17, which I already have. Uh, so we, we made it work. But uh, I would like to have, you know, blocks. I can imagine even for testing, if you are testing Maven, and you have Java 17 with multi-line with the text blocks, you know, you can just copy and paste the entire XML and make a template and test it. So this is a huge time saver. So uh, not having that in Maven is a really a burden uh, on the on the content. Yeah, let right? me say it that way. There are two things. Um, if you're testing Maven itself, then the question is how you're testing that. Uh, copying your pom into your test might be an opportunity, but it's not usually the way we do testing. Um, on the other okay. hand, yes, would be an, an, a plus option, of course, for, for developers, of course. Um, on the other hand, if you think about, uh, if you really want to test with JDK 7, technically, you can create a build and say, my testings, my tests are running under JDK 17, but your outcoming code mm -hmm. or production code is running in JDK 8 yeah. or even 7. That's possible. That's no problem, technically. We don't do that in Maven Core plugins, neither in Maven Core itself. Um, yes, you are right. Um, there are some things, yes, like HTTP and in Java, in, in Java 11, several, several small stuff, yes. But to be honest, um, if you test a Maven plugin or Maven core, uh, you don't use an HTTP client for testing because we have some access to a repository, which is already done by a library, Resolver, in, in, in Maven core and things like that. So you don't need to really access via HTTP or on your own. Yes, of course, you can do that. And it is much more attractive, to be honest. Yes, true. Um, I don't see the real um, advantage of using a more recent version. It would be... VAR. Yes, no. I, I know. Completely. I know the, the things like VAR and things like that. That makes some, some things easier. Yes, that's absolutely true. I completely agree with you because I'm working on a project where we are working towards JDK 7 at the moment. We use already old JDK 11 as well in production code that's no problem um yes but we are trying to keep at the moment a jdk 8 level because that gives the, the opportunity to run maven on a very broad way of of, uh, of jdk's no I'm, I'm with you this strategy of a project is but I, i'm just talking about you as contributors. yes true it would be for all co contributors a lot more fun 
to use Java 7. Yeah, the point is, if it, it is a difference to make a discussion about that, if we are cap on JDK 8 and say, okay, here are yeah. some contributors, they would come getting into the project related if we are just using JDK 7 because we are using JDK 7. I'm not sure if that's the mm -hmm. correct way to get contributors because just on the language feature or would we like to have contributors based on the on the functionality or problem or bug fixing or yeah on the functionality you know but if a fresh contributor yeah. will look at the project and you see oh this is jdk 1.1 so okay then, that's you know. not the case because we are <laughs> i'm not yeah and i know i know you yeah. know what i mean so uh last thing which is an unfair question but uh but still um are there any experiments with gralvm or jailing or something yeah like we have one one point I tested some something with Graal because I wanted to know mm -hmm. to exactly the, the point for um, the startup time, for example. But the problem with Graal is in the in the end is uh, if you compile Maven, that works. But the problem is that the plugins are dynamically loaded during the runtime, and that's the exactly. problem here. And that is not a feasible one, and that doesn't work anymore. That's the biggest problem here. Mm -hmm. Except we have the chain, you know, Yeah, exactly. That plugins, might, be a, which, might yeah. be an opportunity. Yes, of course. We're thinking of a lot of things like that. But the other point is, at the moment, um, exactly for that, I'm thinking about these, these performance testing and the where are opportunities to improve the performance, runtime, setup, how long does it take to get a, a plugin running? What, what is the real pain point here for from a per, a per performance perspective, perspective here? And that is one of the points why, why I'm doing some, some setup for testing and see what is the difference. To be honest, in the end, depending on what you're doing is the simplest thing to improve your build performance, mostly with a measurable uh, improvement, is to use a different JDK. That's not always the right mm -hmm. choice, but um, that helps a lot. That's the first step. And do some optimizations for the JVM startup. There are some GC options, things like that, and startup options, um, mm -hmm. checking things. You can turn them off. And that improves the startup time a lot. That's true. But, of course, it should be done that we take a deeper look what takes time to start up a plugin. How is it done? Maybe we can think about how the mechanism is working in Maven to start up and make it, make it possible to run with Graal. But... The point I know at the moment is everything which is can be done with Graal if you do a, a compilation in native code means it must be exactly knowable during build time. And that's exactly the yeah. contradiction here because Maven build is, is yeah. based on the, the concept that you can continuously uh, up, up, start a plug-in during runtime or not in build time. And that's the problem for Maven. But it's not that contradictory because... Um... I'm, I have Java E and application server background, and what the application servers did for years, they uh, they you know loaded dynamically work, mm -hmm. which is not a different to a plugin. Yeah. They look inside and 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 release lots of metadata. What Quarkus is mostly compatible with application servers, and what Quarkus does, it does it at build time. It looks you know at the dependencies and the and the application, and then generates uh, bytecode uh, or GraalVM image. So what could what what should work is that I'm building once with Maven my POM, then I know all the dependencies, and then create once for my just for my POM, mm -hmm. I graal VM image. Yeah. And this is and this would be actually perfect because now all my dependencies are locked down. Mm -hmm. This is the ultimate, you know, reproducible yeah, build true. because everything is in one in, in one single binary. Yeah. And um, so, of course, the first build will take five minutes, but the subsequent build will be yeah, very fast. That's true. Yeah, uh, we are not finished. With, or, or I'm not finished with thinking about that and trying making experiments about how what can we do. Um, one other thing is, if you are thinking about things like that, uh, images like Docker, for example, we are thinking about of separating in Maven four things for different caches, saying, okay, we have a cache for snapshots, we have a cache for releases, to make that a separate part. So, which could be improved building with Docker images, for example. You have one with the releases, which are not changing very often. The snapshots always changing. So, we have different layers in, in Docker images, for example. And that can be improving things like that as well. So, there are several steps we are thinking about. Or um, we are thinking about to enhance the format which is distributed to Maven Central, for example, to 
put in supplemental information to have a, a resolved dependency tree, for example, to make downloads more faster, for example. At the moment, it is if you mm -hmm. build every time there is a dependency, it will be downloaded and seen, taken a look into the POM of that dependency. And if, ah, there are other dependencies, so picking up the dependencies from repository, central or repository manager, it doesn't matter. And then go that through all the loops until you have everything collected. But the point is, this tree could be resolved before beforehand and then can be stored in a temporary different format and maybe distributed to central. We have to document it some, somewhere on the pages. Um, and then you can use that to make a bulk download from, from central or from your repository manager for building and things like that. That we are thinking also about to make these things more faster and easier to to handle or maybe using different tools like not a repository mention maybe you use a simple web server or something like that that it's at the moment not working but maybe that will be the future are you aware of uh piranha cloud piranha, i can remember i remember this is arian times from uh from java security guy what he does he implements a microfile micro profile compliant uh runtime small application server which is tiny and he exclusively uses maven for isolation and dependency resolution okay so uh, this is a really interesting project because uh he loads you know all the dependencies uh, uh just using exclusively maven so to just the maven is the class loader mm -hmm. uh, okay. for him so the maven de dependency and uh works well for him there was a podcast with him as well so um um yeah it could be interesting because uh he, he does also some work with uh, with the dependency resolution. Mm, okay, yeah, that might be interesting. Yeah, we cover a lot actually. I'm really happy with the outcome, so I understand better, and I'm know now that my uh, uh, demands or not demands that my ideas are not that crazy. No, of course not. Because uh, on Twitter, everyone said, "Okay, uh, no, it's not possible. You break everything," and I couldn't understand mm -hmm. why. And now I have better understanding why. Yeah, that's and um, where people can find you and how they maybe help you or contribute to Maven if they're interested in Java 8 projects. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Um, me, you can find me on, on Twitter, on Xing, on LinkedIn, wherever you like. That's not no problem. Just just search for my name uh, on the Maven page. Mm -hmm. yeah, what's your name? Uh, Heinz. Say it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. the, the point is, if you would like to help, the first thing I suggest is to take a look on the developer's mailing list. That's the most important. Yeah, I know it's a mailing list, it's old stuff, yeah, but works perfectly. Uh, it's very, works very well uh, yeah. to see the yeah. discussion. And if you would like to work on mm -hmm. something or have some ideas, just put them on there and, and start a discussion about them. Then you get feedback. That's one of the things if you have ideas. Mm -hmm. If you want to work on some issues, there is a gyro tracker on the ASF project on the Maven pages, maven.apache.org. And there is a link to the issues. And there you can find a thing up for grabs, if I correctly remember. Then you can find several Jira entries, which are a, a simple startup, to say it that way. These are more or less simple. And then you can start how to work on that. But first, show up on the mailing list to that someone knows that you are trying to work on that. And just say, oh, I would like to work on that. I have seen that issue. I would like to try that. And then some of the commuters uh, of the committers can help you how to go the, through the process, how to do that, how to correctly do that. Maybe help you to get create your first pull request and re review that. It's most important that we not only accept code; we also need some improvements on the documentation, make it more understandable how it works. If you write some more more detailed description how things like working or why they are working that way it would be great to have them maybe on the maven side as well so if you have contributions to the mm -hmm. documentation please make an make an issue what you think it's not good or could be improved or add you you can create an issue and say that should be added to the documentation because i don't understand that or it's not documented anywhere or maybe not clear do that and, and start working on that. That is a contribution as well. It's very important to have that. It's not only on code. It's on, on, on documentation, on Jira. Take a look if you can reproduce some some issues. But just in, in after the communication on the dev list, that we prevent duplicated work because uh, that sometimes happened in, in, the, in the history. And that's not good for either the 
the, the committer as well for the people are trying to communicate and, and contribute and saying, oh, that's already fixed. Mm, um, I've worked for nothing. That's not, not a good idea. So communication first, that's okay. the most important thing. Yeah, and when we can expect Maven 4? Very good question. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. At the moment, we are working on that. We are trying to think about at the moment we are thinking about that we should get that out this year somehow i don't know if that's correct but we are trying to do that to, to get at least a 400 alpha one or something like that to get that first Perfect. one out so christmas would be a good date maybe <laughs> i don't know if we can, can get a <laughs> christmas gift i don't know but the idea is to get that this year because there's a lot of work cleanup and things like that to get the plugins working. Yeah, sure. We are changing the plugin API to make it more reliable and in particular to get a relationship with the old plugins that they are work, keep working, that we don't break all the plugins and things like that. That's, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Okay, thank you. It was a pleasure. So we cover lots of ground and uh, yeah, it was a really interesting talk. I hope talk. so. <laughs> thank you very much as well. It was a great pleasure to be here. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.